don't spend too much money or too much time on on something that um, you know doesn't have initial traction. Welcome to Honesty Commerce, a podcast dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer, and I believe running a direct-to-consumer brand does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. On this podcast, we interview founders and experts who are putting in the work and creating real results. I also share my own insights from running our top Shopify consultancy, Electric Eye. We cut the fluff in favor of facts to help you grow your e-commerce business. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honesty Commerce. Today, I'm bringing you an amazing guest, another podcast host as well, Young Sue. Welcome to the show. Chase, thanks so much for having me on, man. It's a, it's a pleasure. Awesome. So you've got one of the most famous French bulldogs on the internet. Let's <laughs> dive in and start talking about Spotted Humphrey. Yeah, we. Uh, my my wife and I brought home a French bulldog in 2017, and you know I, I'm a little biased, but I think he's a pretty good looking Frenchie, and uh, he's got a big personality. And we just started posting videos and photos, and it just you know he just took off on Instagram, and we started getting you know I think we had 10k pretty fast, and then uh, now he's at like 123k on Instagram, and now. Um, we're building up his TikTok account, but basically, um, yeah, we brought him home and, and, um, a few of his videos went viral. Like was one where I'm cradling, cradling him like a baby and that one went viral. Um, and so yeah, my wife and I decided to launch a dog boutique, uh, called spotted by Humphrey, which is a play on word from his handle. And that's been going really well. We actually got invited to um, Shopify's, uh, they were recording some segment for their channel and, um, it was like a professional studio with like 15, 20 people backstage and with, there's like makeup artists. And, uh, this is in 2019 and it was, it was just so funny cause we were like, literally like, I don't know, the, the, the crew there was filming for Google, a commercial for Google the week before and we were here like with our dog and it was just it was just funny just all around. But yeah, it's it's been a blast. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So by now anyone that has clicked on this because of the thumbnail and the title, it's probably like, what are these guys <laughs> talking about? So let's actually introduce you and what brand we are gonna talk about. All of that is true, by the way, and you can go check out his famous <laughs> dog. But <laughs> young Zoo, what are you actually up to these days? Um, so yeah, I um I'm the founder and CEO of uh, Urban EDC. So EDC stands for Everyday Carry. And it's like things like you carry, like your wallet, your your pen, a flashlight, a pocket knife, maybe. Um, so these things are... It's a, it's a, it's a really, really uh, deep community. Uh, a lot of people are really interested and um, invested in finding like really rare, unique things they can carry with them. Uh, and so Urban EDC launched that in 2015 out of my one bedroom apartment in San Francisco. And yeah, it's grown steadily since then. Our team is like uh, five people now. Uh, so every week on Wednesdays, we do a gear drop. So at, at noon Pacific time, Wednesday, we drop all of our new stuff for the week. And we've done that for past, you know, five years, six years. And uh, yeah, we haven't skipped a single week. And I think that's a really, it's been a really core, uh, important part of our, our success is the consistent gear drops every single week. So, um, so yeah, did that. And then, um, 
we uh, i had a lot of issues with our fulfillment and uh, i'm sure your audience might relate uh some of your some of your audience members uh fulfillment is a big big pain point for a lot of people uh with e-commerce stores so uh we decided to launch a 3pl called growth jet and this is uh in 2019 and so uh, we had a lot of issues and, you know, what's funny is I, I did a lot of research on, on 3PLs before and we chose the best one, yet we had an incident where, you know, we had a customer emailing me and saying, hey, I received an empty box. And I'm like, what, what do you mean an empty box? And so he, he said, well, I got a box, I opened it and there was nothing inside. And I was like, wow, that's, that's really shady. And so I, I, I looked into it and it turns out the person who was packing it had, had pocketed the, you know, it's like a $600 knife and shipped out an empty box to the customer. So experiences like that really, um, you know, put things into perspective and I'm like, okay, I, I can do this better. And so, um, you know, we decided to launch growth jet. We actually had paying customers without a website and without a name. And so we actually had three or four clients. Um, and then eventually we obviously got a name and, um, uh, a website, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's been a lot of fun. We just moved to a, into a 39,000 square foot warehouse. So yeah, we're definitely growing, uh, pretty fast there as well. So, um, yeah, I can dig into any, any of that. Uh, absolutely. No, let's, let's start about at the beginning. That's usually how these podcasts work. So where, where the idea for urban EDC come from? How did you kind of get to thinking you could sell these, you know, pocket accessories for lack of a better term on the internet yeah um that's a good question so at the time this is back in 2015 and you know i was a full-time software engineer uh working at a cryptocurrency startup in silicon valley and um i at the time it was like just felt like um you know the regulation stuff was was happening and cracking down on crypto and I felt really blocked. Like I, I couldn't. Like our team was rolling along really, really uh, fast. But the, the literally the leadership team told us to stop our development because of the regulations. And so at that moment, I knew that I I, I had to leave uh, because I'm always I'm like I'm like I always like to move forward. You know, I I, I always need to make progress. And um, yeah, when that happened, it, it was just kind of like writing was on the wall for me. Um, and so. I left and then when I left, I decided to look at what, you know, what I was spending my time on and what I was spending my money on. So those are the two components that I'd say um, are kind of the, the constraints that govern our daily lives is time and money. And so um, I realized that I was like really interested in these like well machine titanium pens and these like pocket you know, spinning tops and, um, thought that, you know, there was maybe, maybe there's something here. Uh, and so I did a lot of research and there was an everyday carry community, uh, but there was not a boutique shop that catered to EDC enthusiasts. And so, yeah, you can buy stuff of Amazon. You can try to find these like hard to get items from makers directly from Instagram, but, um, it was kind of spread out everywhere. And so I thought, okay, maybe we could have like a central place uh, and, and essentially gather all of these items together and have a place and, and cater to the community because uh, there was no place, no shop that did that at the time. And so, um, yeah, that was kind of the, the, the idea and the genesis of Urban EDC. Awesome. Uh, so you, you saw that there was a community here, which is usually a, a very good indicating factor to, to, to kind of validation of, a, of the idea. What else did you do to kind of validate this to see if it was a viable business? Um, so yeah, so funny thing is I, I bought 
some stuff off of Amazon to to resell on my Shopify site. And I know this sounds kind of wacky, but I just wanted to test to see what people would say about it. Because there, like I said, there was no shop that really dedicated to this community. And I mean, maybe the community wasn't strong enough. Like I just didn't know. And so I bought some like stuff that would, you know, it would be categorized as everyday carry gear, but it wasn't, um, you know, obviously I didn't get the really like tough, hard to get items from makers yet, but I wanted to just see what the reaction was. And so I bought stuff of Amazon, resold them at the same price. And that just started validating like, okay, maybe there's something here. Um, and so each week we, we, we iterate on the drops. So, uh, get feedback. And, and so we just kept iterating, uh, week after week. And, and here we are. Yeah, it's a fantastic story. So when, when did it kind of, feel how many drops i guess so that'd be weeks in your mind mm-hmm. like about what drop did you go you know what this is this is a real thing we're we're building here oh uh, yeah so uh, you know it, each week is its own adventure and that and that's kind of a funny thing the funny way to look at it but i the way i put it is uh, is we're only good as our last drop and that really motivates our team to to keep searching for the best products to keep, you know, bringing our our products, the production stuff that we're doing, um, to keep it high quality and high bar. And so, I would say like our first breakthrough was when uh, we sold these, like you know, those uh, razors, like um, the Stanley razors, where it's got the disposable, um, what is it, the little um, blades where you can like toss them and then you can just insert a new one. Yeah, in. the safety razors, a little more old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, so, well, not, not the razors you shave with, but the ones where you open boxes with. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so we, we had those and we made them using a Damascus steel, which is like this wavy pattern, like a really cool looking steel. That's like a high end. Yeah. And that one was our first product where it was like, okay, like it sold out within seconds and we're like, we got something here. Right. So that was kind of our, our first breakthrough. I'd say maybe a year in. Um, and then from then on, we you know we we kept iterating and, and trying different products. Uh, and so, um, yeah, I mean, we've had other products that broke through after that, mostly knives, I'd say, but some to some fidget products when the fidget spinner craze was happening. I mean, we we were in that whole whole uh, craze of the fidget spinners. Uh, and um, but yeah, now now it's kind of more of a steady stream of. Um, collaborations we do with other knife designers and those do those tend to do really well so that's amazing so i'm always curious about uh kind of the marketing funnel for businesses that are kind of more drop oriented could you kind of maybe spread some light on how you guys kind of handle marketing retargeting and uh kind of just if you're carrying inventory for you know longer periods of time or just just the drop to help younger entrepreneurs understand the, the differences between a more traditional business and a drop model. Yeah. So the drop model is, I mean, I'm sure, you know, a lot of people know already, basically uh, you drop quantities, limited quantities at a certain time, you do a lot of hype around it. So, um, you know, you, you work with content creators to say, Hey, this is dropping on this date at this time. Um, it's going to probably sell out fast. So it's, it's driving this hype around it. And then you drop the item. It tends to sell out fast, but not, not all the time. Um, but typically it does sell fast. And then, um, yeah. And that's, that's pretty much, that's, it's almost like an event, right? So, um, that's kind of, uh, the, the drop model. And, 
I would say that um, it's worked out really well for us because uh, we do this on a weekly basis and the community itself is they're used to these drops from makers and so um we kind of just fed off of that uh, that culture already of like these small makers are making things and they're they're selling out within a few seconds and so there's a sense of like rush and like an excitement that happens around this and so um people really i mean some people get really upset if they don't get it but that's part of the fun right um so so people would essentially essentially like wait around for a drop and then if they don't get it they'll get really upset but then they'll try to get it next time and i feel like this model works really well um if you're able to keep refreshing your product um you know, on a consistent basis rather than like ordering a huge quantity of a, a production run and then um, trying to sell through that through, um, you know, paid ads or something. Uh, and that's one thing that actually we should talk about is that uh, we, w- we got banned on Facebook ads pretty early in 2017. And so we couldn't, we didn't have a paid advertising channel. And so we had to get creative with, okay, how do we d- drive up hype? How do we drive up demand for our products? And so this drop model really helped with that because people were spreading the word about it. Like, wow, like, can you believe people are buying these like $600 flashlights? Like, and it, and literally it would sell out. And so they were like, what's, what's up with these products? And so that, that really helped us kind of uh, build awareness of our brand instead of like, running these pay, you know paid facebook ads or whatever to um to get customers so yeah uh, i mean you took the question right out of my mouth i was gonna be like where does paid ads play into this model and it what i've heard time and time again it kind of doesn't yeah it doesn't we we honestly we didn't we don't do a lot of paid ads if anything uh we work with some content uh creators now where they uh we we pay them if they're like a really big content creator so like those are i guess technically paid but there are a little bit more like partnerships i would say where um you know we send them products they create awesome content for us and we use them and so um, that's a little bit different but yeah the, the direct performance marketing um facebook stuff like we we've, we haven't done that in what like six years now or so so yeah hey there merchant are you tired of trying to navigate the wild world of e-commerce on your own are you looking for a partner to help you achieve your goals look no further than the shopify plus agency electric eye Our team has a proven track record of helping our clients make millions with strategic design and development. Whether you're migrating from a legacy platform to Shopify, designing a new theme for your store, or just looking to optimize what you already have, Electric Eye is the perfect partner for you. Electric Eye are true Shopify experts. Not only is our Shopify knowledge unparalleled, but we have partnerships with all the best tech in the Shopify ecosystem. And don't worry, we're easy to get a hold of. Our clients rave about our fast communication. So here's the deal. If you're an e-commerce business doing over $1 million a year, you can receive a complimentary Shopify diagnostic from our team of experts. That's free, personalized strategic recommendations to improve your store and grow your business. To get started, head on over to electriceye.io slash connect to schedule an intro call with one of our experts. That's electriceye.io slash connect. Hey there, merchants. Are you struggling to get your Merchant Center ads approved but keep running into a price mismatching error? Wondering how your competitors are showing reviews, price, delivery, and product availability directly in search results? What if there was a way to get your ads approved for the first time and get more traffic without fighting for rankings? That's where JSONLD for SEO comes in. It's an app that helps you get more organic traffic to your Shopify store, qualifying you for over a dozen search enhancements. 
and provides all the structured data you need for Merchant Center. JSON-LD for SEO automatically adds the structured data needed and it's updated regularly as the rules change by Google. It's a hands-off SEO app that you don't need to monkey around with to get working. It's the safest, easiest, and most effective way to stand out from your competitors in search results. Contact us to get your free structured data audit for your store. Find JSON LD for SEO in the Shopify App Store to get started. That's J-S-O-N-L-D for S-E-O or go to J-S-O-N-L-D.app. JSONLD.app. Hey everybody, Chase here to talk about an amazing new product that's hitting the market. So what do brands like Warby Parker, Dr. Squatch, Vital Proteins, and Blinjet all have in common? They're all increasing their abandoned cart revenues by over 10x with Retention.com. Retention.com helps direct-to-consumer brands harness the power of identity to transform lost leads into sales and rapidly expand their abandoned revenues. Retention.com is giving honest e-commerce listeners 20% off their annual commitment. If you're not seeing the results that you want within 60 days, you can opt out at no charge. Head on over to retention.com slash honest. That's R-E-T-E-N-T-I-O-N dot com slash H-O-N-E-S-T to book a demo today. So if I was to venture to guess that you're greatest asset to the business is your email list yes it is so yeah everything gets funneled into the email so uh we drive traffic to a website and then we really want to get your email uh and so we have this like really fun uh spin the wheel game uh when you when you and we're actually a b testing that constantly and so um we actually have two versions of that running right now and uh we actually we're we're developing a third version right now uh and we're going to ab test that one against whichever one will win the first test but essentially we, we we try to get your email address because um that is probably the most valuable asset in terms of uh i know sms is is also valuable but we found that sms is not as um i don't know it's not as powerful in terms of the engagement and the options that we can do play like add in personality and like all this stuff with email. So email address is really important. Uh, we have a really robust welcome flow. So there's about 10 to 11 emails that go out after you sign up. And our goal is to nurture them, introduce them about the brand, make sure that they know that we have top, top customer service, um, you know, give them testimonials from past customers, uh, all that stuff. And our goal is to have them make a first purchase. Like that's a really important um, a goal for the welcome series. And then after that, we have, um, a post purchase series, but we divide that into two. And so we have a series that, uh, if you only purchase once, we have an, a long series for that. Uh, and the goal there is to get the second purchase, obviously, but it's a very like, the second purchase is almost just as important as the first one, if not more, because, um, once you get the second purchase, like, it gets a lot easier after that. And so the second purchase is, is really, really critical. So that post purchase flow of the, you know, the first purchase is very, very long and it's also very enticing. Um, and so after that, we split it up into anyone who's purchased more than twice, um, or more than once, I should say, uh, they are introduced to our loyalty program, our referrals. And so at that point, they know who we are. They're comfortable with us. They're, 
usually pretty happy with us. And so uh, we, we introduced them to our uh, loyalty program. So they could, at that point, they could probably redeem their um, purchase points for gift cards. And we say, hey, by the way, you know, you have, you know, X amount of points in your account, you know, you can just redeem it and you can get like a whatever, a gift card. And so um, that flow is kind of separated from the um, uh, the first purchased email. But yeah, so that's kind of a, email is really important. Um, oh, no, I uh, I definitely knew I struck on something there because you, you definitely went off a little bit. Yeah, I did. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I got too excited about email. No, 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 no. It, it's it's absolutely fine. Now, you guys are doing something a little unique too. You've got a, a paid membership. Let's kind of jump in and, and talk a bit more about that. Yeah, so the paid membership is, is a new community that we launched at the end of last year. And what we found is that because we have such a strong community, we wanted to have a place for the enthusiasts of our community to be able to to gather and to talk to each other. And so that was the the, the main point of the community. And so, uh, yeah, it's $9 a month to join for the basic tier. And then we actually have a higher tier, which is $99 a month. And that one gives you three-hour early access to our gear drops. And so, um, but in that one, we don't actually open. So that one is typically just closed, like it's sold out. And so we open them rarely and we give the $9 tier uh, first access to this higher tier whenever it opens. And so we kind of have this like play on the the supply of membership. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a place where people can come and we have a really um, robust like buy, sell, trade area. So... Uh, there's a lot of like scammers in this community now where they're trying to just, you know, sell whatever and they don't actually have the items. And so with ha- having this paid membership, uh, we're able to kind of re- reduce that altogether. There's a lot more trust. And so ultimately, we're just trying to serve the community. Uh, we, we do a lot of product drops inside that community itself. So it actually never reaches the public. And I find that really interesting model because, um, you know, we're able to essentially have a a separate site that only paid members have access to. And I I think that's a really, that's a a development that I I can see happening more and more in the future. Uh, Like having a paid community that only gains access um, to a specific collection, for example. And so we're really trying to push that further and further. And as our community grows, obviously we'll have more leverage and more buying power. And so we can like, work with makers or production um, partners and, and do some like really cool stuff just for that community in, in larger quantities. So yeah, we're wrapping that up now and it's been, it's been pretty good so far. Yeah. I mean, it's a, uh, you know, the dream of a lot of direct consumer founders that have more of a one-off purchase or anything like that is like, how do I build a recurring revenue subscription element into my business and memberships is works right but you have to be able to do it right and it's it's wild to see the success of yours and and what you're building over there i know that our audience would be mad if i didn't ask like how are you doing that like what technology is it using if i wanted to explore it as like a nerd yeah it's a shopify plugin that we use it's called loop and uh it plugs into well actually it doesn't have an integration with discord so we do that a little bit manually so it tags the customers themselves um like their profiles and then we work with a VA uh, in the Philippines who makes sure that you know we 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 follow up with them. Uh, we have an email flow for people who get that tag on Clavio, 
Um, but a lot of people, you know, they don't really, sometimes they don't check their email or whatever. So we have somebody following up with them to make sure, hey, by the way, like, please join this because this is where all the good stuff is. And so um, that's happening. And then after they join, we also make sure that they understand all the different features and benefits of the membership. So, um, you know, we let them know, hey, you can sell your stuff on, on our community uh, buy, sell, trade. You can, um, you know, whatever, like we have exclusive gear, whatever. Like we let them know that um, the benefits so that a lot of people they typically fall off if you don't know what they're what they're buying into and so we we want to make sure like hey this is it like please like let us know if you have any questions um so yeah that's the developer in you there is preventing churn by answering questions and forcing adoption <laughs> yeah i guess so yeah yeah awesome um let's let's before we go here let's talk a bit about your podcast let people know uh, what the types of interviews you're doing and where they can go to check out uh and hear more from you yeah so the podcast is called first class founders and essentially, it's a place where um, I want to share my lessons and, and everything that I've learned over eight years. And I have a very specific philosophy on how to do business. And I and that's been just like, it's obviously changing all the time. But um, I just feel like there's a lot of misinformation out there in terms of how to start a company. Uh, for example, like I don't believe like you need to raise funding for anything unless you're building rocket ships or something crazy like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a place where I share my lessons and um, it's 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 been a fun journey so far. Uh, launched it in November and uh, it's always fun to grow a new project. So yeah, firstclassfounders.com is where you can find the podcast. Awesome. Now, is there anything I didn't ask you about today that you think would resonate with our audience? Um, I think if you're just starting out, then the important thing is like, don't spend too much money or too much time on on something that um you know doesn't have initial traction and so just like how i did, did the initial testing with buying stuff off of, off of amazon like it's always good to test things first uh you know before you you buy a lot of inventory and so um that's one thing that i that i would say i think consistency is also really important so you know we have our weekly gear drops as our consistent kind of like our or marching, you know, 20 mile march type of thing. Um, but it's, you know, it can be consistency. It doesn't have to be like every single week. It can be like bi-weekly or whatever, but over a long term, like it should be more or less consistent. And I think that's a really important thing because your customers expect when they sign up for your email, like they have expectations. And so if you don't send them an email for a while, like they're not going to remember you and they're not going to care, you know? So, um, you need to make sure that, that, that you nurture that relationship. Um, so yeah, that's, that's all I have. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. If I want to learn more about the products at urban EDC, where should I go? Yeah. So it's urbanedc.com. Uh, and you can also, I'm also on Twitter at Yong Su Chung, Y-O-N-G-S-O-O-C-H-U-N-G. So if you want to hit me up there, I'm also available. Awesome. And we'll make sure to link to all that stuff in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thanks, Chase. I appreciate it. We can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge and journey with us. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our own businesses. You can find all the links in the show notes. You can subscribe to the newsletter at honestycommerce.co to get each episode delivered right into your inbox. If you're enjoying this content, consider leaving a review on iTunes that really helps us out. Lastly, if you're a store owner looking for an amazing partner to help you get your Shopify store to the next level, reach out to Electric Eye at electriceye.io slash connect. Until next time.